Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we continue our division by division previews going with the AFC South today. But Jeff, before we get into the AFC South, we might as well talk about some of the news going on since our last episode. First off, Des Bryant. Released by the Cowboys, man. That's I, I don't know about the. I don't know why they're doing it necessarily. I mean, I guess it's too much money. He hasn't had the enough production to warrant that, I guess. But now they're down to Terrence Williams and Alan Hearns, so they might have to draft somebody. But what about Dez? Do you have any idea where you where do you think he could possibly land? I was hearing today the Giants could be his number one option, but I don't know if the Giants want him. But or the Ravens could they want him? Yeah, the Ravens I mean, want everybody. I feel like if the uh, if the Jets decide to go after him, I think that could be potentially a good fit. But obviously, you would have to release Marshall. Probably he's probably over, you know, kind of done anyway. Um, but it it does intrigue me. Everything that I've uh, kind of read or or watched, it sounds like he is upset because he believes that people that didn't like him forced him out. I it would be very fun to watch him on one of those teams playing against his, you know, Dallas Cowboys and, and trying to exact revenge. I, I Just to put another chip on that guy's shoulder, I think he could be a very, very deadly weapon this year. But I don't really see anyone in that conference being a very good fit. I think Giants a little bit, but not really. I, I think it's too much of a hassle for them to move people around. You still have Sterling Shepard, who seems mm-hmm. very good. So you want to give him a fair shot. You still have Odell Beckham. You'd have to waive Marshall probably. And then the Redskins, that... That I think that's just a terrible idea if he decides to go to them. Uh, you know, you're just, you'd be going there for the money and for the wrong reasons. But, and the Ravens are, you know, in on every single wide receiver. <laughs> but, I mean, if it was someone, the only one that, you know, I perked up at was they were talking about possibly Green Bay. And interesting. if that happened, he would be an incredibly intriguing person to get. I mean, obviously, you would have to think that his stock would skyrocket being with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. Is there a team out there? Or do you have any interest in Dez, first of all? I mean, I will. It just, I guess it, I will at some point. I don't know what the team's obviously going to change, how much, you know, I like him, but I think he's going to be at a discounted price. And I think he's still a great receiver. He's only 29 years old. That's still in your prime as a receiver. I mean, the end of your prime, but still prime. I will be interested. I really will. If he goes somewhere where he has a competent quarterback throwing the ball to him, that's pretty much it. And I think you can get him for a discounted price and possibly get a really good receiver who wants to prove himself. So I kind of like it for him. I think it's I think it's good for Des. He wasn't I mean wasn't getting much done in Dallas anymore. So I think it'll be interesting. I mean I have no clue where he's going to go. So maybe next week we'll know. But it's going to be interesting to see. But the Ravens. As much as we make fun of the Ravens, they always want to have a receiver. Teaming him with Crabtree would be kind of a good good duo there. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it would. It'd be a good move for the Ravens. Yeah. I don't think it would do a whole lot Dead. for his fantasy value. Then, I mean, Green Bay would be great. That would be crazy. And they really could They could use him. They could keep Cobb in the slot, that means. I mean, Geronimo Allison would have to fight his way I mean, for touches. But, yeah, it would kill the Cobb and Allison value, but, which I like man, right now. You know, Dez and Adams on the outside, Cobb and, you know, Geronimo when you can in the middle. I mean, and you have Jimmy Graham. I mean, that whole offense would be crazy. Then Broncos released C.J. Anderson, which 
mean, so uh, maybe a, kind of surprising. A, a surprise in a way. We could be. I feel like we thought it would happen. All it would have happened already. And once it didn't, we kind of expected. Oh, maybe they're going to go with him. But I don't know if this means they'll try to draft a running back at some point. Other than that, it's going to be Devontae Booker and then D'Angelo Henderson, the rookie from last year, who didn't really get a chance. So I don't know, but I'm, Devontae Booker could be interesting. He get, he's going to be an interesting pickup if they're, they get nobody else. C.J. Anderson, I mean, there's some teams that could use him. We'll see. Maybe the, the Buccaneers need a running back. The Colts need a running back. You know, there's a couple teams out there that need running backs. Wait and see if he goes to one of them. Not going to be terribly interested in him necessarily, but it's another interesting one. And then one other one is Kim and Meredith did end up signing with the Saints. Bears didn't match, so that's Meredith out there with you know Michael Thomas and whoever else they have. I I mean, out of all of these, I think the Cam Meredith is, was the one that surprised me the most. I I don't really understand the idea of letting him go for not that much more money, really. And, I, I mean, we know he can get it done. We know mm-hmm. he's a pretty good wide receiver. That Bears offense is rebuilding. He's young. It makes a complete sense to keep him around. But I guess not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they must have – either you know you're going to go out and get a wide receiver or you have a ton of faith in Kevin White, even though he's never really played in the NFL yet. I mean, I'm not sure where that – is that a misplaced kind of – they must, they, it's it's a combination of they probably think Kevin White can play or they believe he can play and they're worried about Cameron Meredith's injury from last year. I mean, that just has probably a combination of that. That's pretty much all I bet you it is. And they didn't want to get a two-year deal with him. And they were probably just hoping no one signed him to an offer and they could get him on a one-year cheap deal and see what he could do. But that didn't happen. So it'd be interested to see what the Saints will do. And we'll talk about that more next episode. We can talk about the Saints, the NFC South. But we might as well get right into the AFC South. And the Houston Texans. So the Texans have a lot of interesting parts, I would say, this year. Obviously, Deshaun Watson coming back from injury. He looked great in the short amount of time he was out there. And people are, I mean, expecting him to do the same right away. He's probably top five on most people's fantasy draft boards for next year at quarterback. Do you think that's a little rich? Top five? I, I mean, no. I'm, I'm not one. I'm a little risk adverse when it comes to quarterbacks because I think you can get a legitimate quarterback later on. You don't necessarily have to pay for one of the top guys. But if I'm making my, you know, top ten list, he's definitely in the top five. I mean, he, you know, four, three, somewhere, maybe somewhere in there. He was on fire. I, and, and he did run a little bit. He was very good at escaping pressure. So until I really see that knee in action, you know, I do have like a little bit of worry, but he was so freaking good on that team and they were set up, they're often set, set up so he can do those types of things. I mean, I, I'm big. I'm, I, I would be all in. If, if I really do see that that knee is good, he, I'm trying to think if there's anyone besides Aaron Rodgers that I would really rank above him. I mean, no, not Russell Wilson? Okay, yeah, I'd probably also, go. I mean, that I mean, team is a little more decimated this year. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, so. they don't have Jimmy Graham. I mean, Russell Wilson was so dominant last year, and I feel like he's never. You know, he still has Baldwin. He doesn't have Jimmy Graham, but other than that, I feel like it's. Eh, that's true because Richardson is gone as well. So yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson has all of the tools around him to succeed, and on top of that, I don't think they've done anything to improve their run game. 
I mean, they still have Lamar Miller. I think Deontay Foreman is going to have a larger role, and I think that might help a little bit. But he's going to have to throw a ton. So yeah. I don't see any reason why his numbers, his touchdowns might go down a little bit because they were just bonkers. They were crazy. The last yeah. four games that he had, he averaged over four touchdowns a game. He won't have that pace, but. No, exactly. So, you know, with a caveat, yeah, do I think he's going to be on the same pace? No. But do I think he's going to be, you know, head and shoulders above the typical kind of average where you hit like the seventh quarterback and kind of everyone's the same? I do. I, I think he's the real deal. I think he's going to do really well. I mean, is there – I know you're also never pay for a quarterback usually, but do you see any situation where you would get Deshaun Watson or are you too freaked out about the injury? I, I probably wouldn't end up with him on in really any situation just because of the price. Not because I think he's a bad player, obviously, or think he's going to have a bad season. It's just where he's going at that fourth, fifth quarterback spot. I don't like to pay for that. And he's not a player that's going to go for cheap in any situation. He's going to be the hyped guy who's definitely going to be, is going to cost you something. And I don't like that. It's either, if I'm ever going to go for a quarterback, I would, it would have to be a surefire number one, sure thing guy is going to be the best out there without a problem. Or I just wait and find one of the other guys. So I'm going to wait. He's going to be too overpriced for me. And it's not like he has, he's not overpriced. He's not being overvalued. It's just, I don't like to do that. But as I'm looking at it and looking at these ranks, yeah, I don't see why he shouldn't be up there about four or five. He, I mean, right now he's fourth on the current fantasy pros behind Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, but I actually might want him over Tom Brady. I would want him over Tom Brady as just, well. Yeah. I don't want a 41 year old quarterback. Tom no. Brady, I definitely am avoiding. But Deshaun Watson, after right for him currently in the ranks, it's Cam Newton. I want Watson. It, then Carson Wentz, who's also coming back off an injury. Yeah, and you probably, he probably will miss games yeah, to begin Watson, the season. Or Wentz got hurt later than Watson by a good amount. Yeah. So he has a you know longer road to recovery. And then it's Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, Stafford. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Watson's up there. He's maybe three. It's it's possible. So, yeah, I don't, I'm thinking about it. He's up there, so I just don't want to pay for it. But he's, he's going to be great. But what this helps out is DeAndre Hopkins – is going to be most likely my number two wide receiver, I think. On my yeah, board. I was going to say, at what point do you take Antonio Brown and, and put him below Hopkins? Because Hopkins is not yet. Not yet. Like, he finished above yet. him. I know. I just can't do it. It's still Brown. going to be ahead of him one more year. Yeah, he finished above him. And what, the first seven, seven of eight games, he had Deshaun Watson. Yep. They were going nuts. But even after that, he did, comp- he did fine. He, yeah, he, he didn't did. really have he that big of a fall-off with a new quarterback, which is actually pretty incredible when you think about the amount of talent that drop-off really was. Yeah, he, I think he's going to be really good. I just, I would still go Brown. Yeah, I mean, I probably would too for safety, you know, yeah. the safety factor. But anyway, is there any other players on this team that you're interested Will in? Will Fuller's interesting, but it was a big play guy, and I'm not necessarily a fan of guys who just catch touchdowns like he was doing. There's more to his game, I think, but... Yeah, I do worry about – I mean, I, I he does very much intrigue me, and I think if he could stay healthy, I would be very, very much um, ready to go. He, he missed six games last year. He's just a tiny guy. I mean, that's the problem. You're 180 pounds in the NFL. You're going to get dinged up. He's so fast. And last year, he played pretty much – this is what I love, too. When Deshaun Watson is out there, he is a monster. So he had seven touchdowns. Every single one of them came when he was playing with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and then he crazy. played the rest of the – whatever. He only played four games with him. 
Yeah. That's insane. That is crazy. His numbers he was putting up in that short amount of time was just Seven insane. touchdowns in four games. Yeah, he's – I think he – again, but I think people got so excited about that offense and so excited about Fuller, Watson, all that, that Fuller's going to be drafted higher than I would like to take him. That's it's probably true. And, I mean, I, I understand why people would think that. You're kind of – you know, you're jumping ahead. You think you're getting a deal because he's coming yeah. back from injury. Deshaun Watson's coming back from injury. Um, but if you can get this guy later in drafts – Oh my gosh! I'm, oh, I'm throwing him on my team every single late, time. Yeah, of course I'm gonna put him on my team every yeah, time. Yeah, and you're just hoping that he turns into, he can start getting those extra possessions as well, where maybe he catches just a few in the middle of the field, and goes down, and and you know just for the yardage, because you know that two of those balls are gonna be just home run threats. Yep. And then, uh, I like Lamar Miller. I'm not interested. Just no. Finally, everyone, everyone will join me. I know I've been on this bandwagon for a few years now, but yeah, just not. And then tight end wise, it's Ryan Griffin leading the way right now. It, that's a, that's a this is a tight end situation where we're gonna have to see something before they become irrelevant to us. They're just not. I like Steven Anderson for like a week last year, so maybe he's right. Maybe he has something. And I, I really do like Deontay Foreman. I, I think yeah, he's gonna be very very cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably end up with him on quite a few of my teams if. But another guy coming off if, injury. <laughs> yeah, he is too. But if Lamar Miller is still the guy there, and then I can get Deontay Foreman like at the last pick. All right. How about the Colts? Move over to the Colts. And obviously, it all depends on Andrew Luck, this team does. If Andrew Luck's there, T.Y. Hilton's value skyrockets. That it, it just does. I think Luck will be ready, and I think he's going to play. I really, I really think he's going to. He didn't get a surgery. He's not throwing the ball yet, but I think he doesn't need to yet. I think T.Y. Hilton then becomes, I mean, probably top 10, I would say, top 10 wide receiver. He's going to be very good, but he could be a guy you get at a decent value just because he's not in that top tier, but he has the potential to do really well if Andrew Luck's there. So I like T.Y. Hilton. Andrew Luck, though, I'm not going to know what to do with him, but he, you could get him for a decent price possibly. People are A lot of people will be scared off, but then there's going to be maybe the one guy who wants him. There's probably going to be at least one or two in every league. But he's still going to be, I think, a good value no matter what. Because he's going to go after all those top guys. So I might take a chance on Andrew Luck. That could be part of my strategy if I don't have to spend too much on him. What about, let's see, yeah. They, the, the thing is, they don't have a lot of guys. Fantasy guys right now. No, they really don't. I mean, the number two receiver is Ryan Grant. Came over from Washington. Maybe he's something, but it's not like he, I wouldn't even say he showed flashes in Washington. He just, he was, he was a decent receiver. And that's about it. They don't have much else. No, I mean, hmm. they don't yeah. have a tight end at all. No, <laughs> not even any tight end. None. <laughs> they don't have one that can catch the ball. So I don't. Even, we're going to skip that portion of the team. And then yeah. they have Marlon Mack. Yeah, I mean, for now. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's the only show in town right now. If if they don't draft anyone else, how how high does he go on your board? He's. I don't. I mean, he's going to be a top 30 back. <laughs> oh, oh, you heard it here first, people. No, for me, I'm gonna, I would actually slot him. I would be higher than most. And he'd be right around that 21 range, like 21, 22 player. I can tell him. I, well, it's not that, I don't it's, think it's, that's too crazy. It's not crazy, but I kind of – I think that's about where I put him, which I do think he will go. If he's the starting guy, he won't be ranked until more around 30. Because 20 puts him right there on Alex Collins, Jarek McKinnon-ish, Lamar Miller, those kind of guys. And I think he can be that. I liked what I saw from Marlon Mack at times. I I really did. 
he did have a problem in mean, other parts of the game. He didn't pick up all the blocks and all that kind of stuff. But I think he, rookie running back, he figured that out. I'd, I'd like to see him get a chance. That's my Well, goal. I mean, I was going <laughs> to say, him. if they don't draft anyone, he's absolutely he getting a chance. I definitely could see them drafting someone, though. I could see them trying. Maybe they go after C.J. Anderson. Yeah, so, I could see that, too. There's, there's, Who knows with the running back situation? And looking at their, their depth chart, do they really have Matt Jones? And they have Kristen Michael on that team? Yeah, I'm not. Is Michael sure. really on their team? <laughs> he, 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 uh, people are talking about him again. I feel like he just floats around messing with fantasy owners. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's on the roster, which is just that guy. I don't. I don't know how that guy just stays in the league. It's crazy. I've never seen a running back bounce around as much. I've never seen a player bounce around as much as he has, which is just crazy. Yeah, and then that's it. There's not much to the Colts. It really isn't. It all depends on Andrew Locke, and until then. I mean, T.Y. Hilton will be valuable. Marlon Mack will be valuable if if he's the guy. That's it. I mean, they have Jack Doyle. That's I like Jack Doyle. He doesn't have much competition. Because the other guy who they recently signed is no good. So I think that's it for the Colts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I could have more of a just isn't. silver lining. But, I mean, there really is not at the, at the time. And even when luck, I mean, you have to think that there is going to be a little bit of rust on there, even if he makes it through training camp and all that. It, it's hard to get up to speed after missing an entire year. And especially when you're, you really have one, you know, major weapon that he's familiar with. Yeah. Everyone else, yeah, he hasn't played with. So... You know, I mean, I guess he played with Doyle a little bit. But, and T.Y. Hilton, to his credit, and why I believe that you think and I think that he will still be very, very relevant, yeah. is with Brissett, he was still managed 1,000 yards and four touchdowns. so hit or miss. Yeah. It won't be like that with Luck. Yeah, with Luck, I mean, you think that he has to do better than that, and he's a very, you know, he'd be a very valuable the, wide receiver then. In reality, Eric Ebron really does have a chance yet to break out. He's still young enough. He's still he's still athletic and talented enough. I don't know if you ever can put it together. Yeah, I mean, well, on a team like this, when really there's no one else, he does have a, a decent chance. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I haven't seen enough out of the guy. I, I would be very hesitant to, especially before I know what what is going to go on with Luck. Yeah, but I, I mean, he's just not going to end up on my teams. I'm not I'm not no. hyped about him at all. No. All right, how about Jacksonville? The big surprise team of last year played really well, but they still have Blake Bortles at quarterback, who I'm not a fan of. I won't be drafting Blake Bortles. He's just he had he's had some decent fantasy seasons, but in reality, he's not a good NFL quarterback, and that's shown because they don't want to use him. They they would rather run the ball all the time with Leonard Fournette, who Fournette is going to be a top ten back. I like Fournette a lot, but I have concerns about him seeming to get injured quite often. In it happened in college. It's already starting it was already starting to happen in the NFL a little bit. And the fact that teams know Blake Bortles can't throw the ball and they don't care. They just stuff the run against Leonard Fournette. Him trying to run through eight man boxes all the time is it's difficult. It might wear on him, as good as he is. So, like Leonard Fournette, I mean, where are you going to slot him in? It, it's it's tough because how many times did you see him just run after run after run? He's getting stuffed. He finally breaks one through. He's I mean, he's an amazing talent. It's just they're going to run him into the ground. Yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree. They will. <laughs> that that poor guy's going to have a short career. But 
it, second year in the league, I think he's still young enough. He did miss three games last year. Yep. But he missed. He played thirteen, and he averaged a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. And what if well, it wasn't and ten and ten touchdowns with one of the reception? I mean, overall thirteen hundred yards and and ten touchdowns. It, it's too good not to. And mm-hmm. I, I I can't make up. You know what I mean? Like think that his injury is going to be worse no. than what I saw last year. So I, I think you build in a few games. You're like, okay, there's yep. a buffer here because he's not going to play the entire season. But barring anything major, I mean, which you can't predict, I, he's got to be. I mean, he's he's a top ten back currently. They rank him in consensus. He's seventh. That he, um, that seems about right. That's with uh, Kareem Hunt five, Kamara six, Fournette seven, Melvin Gordon eight, Dalvin Cook nine. Would you want Gordon and Cook? Ooh. Would I would like picking would, between them? Would you like Gordon and Cook ahead of Fournette, or do you want Fournette there? I, I think that I, is that's a very very tough I th- question. I think for I me. still want Fournette over Cook just because the injury coming off the you know obviously a major injury right with Cook. And I mean Gordon I, though he Gordon gets a lot of volume and he does a lot of things. Yeah, he's, he's just kinda, he's just very safe. He is for hmm. that's a tough one. Fournette Gordon's really a tough one for me. Yeah, I feel like you know I think I'd go. I think I still go Fournette because I think there's a lot more upside there. Gordon, I think he, we know what he is. He's going to be a very good running back. But he is not – he doesn't have that upper, upper level potential like Fournette does. Gordon has just the very, very good. Yeah, Fournette I, can be great. I feel like <laughs> this might be completely just reaching. But also for Gordon, which I love, and I think he is a top 10 back. Um, but every time I look at that roster, especially now the fact that they should have Williams healthy – Keenan Allen is really getting going. Hunter Henry. You look at all the wide receivers they have and all the playmakers, and you, you at some point you just think oh, they're going to start throwing it a little bit more, even around the end zone. You know, with Williams being a huge red zone threat, you just maybe they would take a few things out of it. So maybe Fournette would edge him out just a bit. Um, but like I said, I think I'm grasping for straws a little bit because, you know, who knows how much they're actually going to throw. Yep. All right, wide receiver wise. It's all over the board now with Allen Robinson gone. Yeah, what is happening oh, with this? I, I thought they really liked D.D. Westbrook. And Keelan Cole. Yeah, but now but they just added a ton of young guys. They got, obviously, Marquis Lee still there, which they paid him like they think he's their number one. They He got a pretty solid deal. Then they go and get Dante Moncrief. Only a one-year deal, but they paid him $9 million. I mean, they also, and Rashad Green showed signs that he could be decent, which he's, I don't think he's as good as D.D. Westbrook or Keelan Cole, but he's still there. They even signed Jalen Strong from he used to play for Houston, who was at one point hyped up a little bit, but I don't know what to think about these receivers, and I think I'm avoiding them. Because I don't I mean maybe Marquis Lee if he's really late. Actually, all of them. I might pick any of them, but they have to be extremely late. They're, that's the thing. They have to be at the end of a draft. I like D.D. Westbrook a lot last year, but there's too many guys there, I think, that are similar that to even I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what this is. There's there are four guys that are the same to me. So there's still a lot of potential, I think, with Dante Moncrief, though, too. I do too. And I, I think that is the the issue. How much are they going to throw on this team? Are mm-hmm. they, I mean, yeah. you know, we, we do mock Bortles and for good reason, but at the same time, it's not like he didn't put up any numbers whatsoever. Like yeah. he was, let me look it up real quick, but uh, so almost 3,700 yards throwing with 21 touchdowns. So, you know, Someone is going to catch those balls. They're not going to completely give up on the the passing offense. 
you have to believe that Marquise Lee is going to be leading that charge. But after that, I mean, obviously, I mean, who do you – if you had to pick who was going to win the wide receiver two spot. I feel like it's Moncrief just because I think they paid him to, to be that number to two. I think D.D. Westbrook and Heal and Cole are good, but I don't think they're that. I think they want to – at least not yet. They're going to put him in that three and four receiver role. and But the thing is, you're not going to pay for any of these guys. Marquise Lee's currently ranked 47th. D.D. Westbrook's 53rd. Dante Moncrief's 58th. Keelan Cole's 67th. So you're not going to have to pay for any of them. So that's fine. If you want one of them, take a shot. So Marquise Lee at 47, that's not a bad pick. If he's that far down, you get him as like your fifth receiver, that's that's fine. Because maybe there is a little bit more. Maybe he has a little bit more volume. So I'm not terribly excited about any of the guys because there's just too many of them. But they did go and sign then Austin Severian Jenkins, who also was probably going to take some catches away. That could be a little more interesting at the tight end position, which is you know tougher to find guys. Severian Jenkins has some talent. He started to put it together a little bit, and I don't think you're going to have to pay for him at all. So no, he's he's an interesting player. I don't know if he'll be drafted in all the leagues, but he's an interesting guy, especially if you're one of them that waits till the very end for a tight end. So they should be pretty good though again, but. Yeah, don't know what's gonna how that wide receiver gonna shake out. We'll have to wait and see. All right, final team: Tennessee Titans. So the Titans are a very interesting team. I thought they were gonna break out a little bit more last year than they did. They actually did make the playoffs for probably the worst playoff team I've seen in a long time. Marcus Mariota didn't really take a step up like I thought he might. There wasn't anything there. I mean, you didn't get much from Demarco Murray at all, and there. I mean, Derrick Henry didn't either because it was still split. Corey Davis was hurt and never really got going. Just all around, just not much happened last year. But that doesn't mean I'm not at least a little interested this year. Mariota, I don't think he can be worse. So I think there's still actually a chance that he becomes a fantasy option. I think he's good enough. I just I don't know what happened last year necessarily. But if you want to wait on a quarterback and go, I mean, wait a lot, you get him in like the last round of a draft probably. That's where he's being ranked at. So Mariota's an interesting player, especially if Corey Davis does step up. But other than that, it's Corey Davis and I guess, you know, still got Rashard Matthews there. Corey Davis, I think he could really take a big step up. But what do you think, Mariota? N- I mean, no. Yeah, no, not, I mean, not no, no, I like, I like, I really do like Mariota. I'm like rooting for the guy. But if I'm drafting my fantasy team. Not going to take a chance. Yeah, there's just I, I think there's other guys I would yeah. rather have. I mean, that's what it comes down to is there's other young guys that I think can make that jump. I I just don't believe he can as a passer right now. He has a lot of upside running around because I mean he he ran in five touchdowns last year, but um the way that the offense performed, I you know I I don't have any I don't have yeah. any real idea that he's gonna. He's going to be better than he was last year, but I don't t- think by much. I think he's going to take a big jump from Corey Davis, which he I feel bad. All the rookie, all those top ten rookie receivers last year were all hurt and just never got to show anything. So there could be values to have with Corey Davis and those other two rookies, John Ross and Mike Williams. But Corey Davis could, I think, definitely be a good value. But people see that as well, and he's ranked thirty fourth, which is much higher than he should be based on what he did. But I think the talent was evident. Even, you know, when he actually got to play a little bit towards the end, we could see it happening. I think Corey Davis is going to have a really good year. Then the running back situation, this is interesting. 
Yeah, and well, we both know that Derrick Henry is going to fly up the charts, right? I mean, is he? Did he crack the top ten? Oh God, no! He's he's dropped so much since Dean Lewis. Oh, since Dean Lewis. So Dean Lewis dropped him way down. Like, well, how 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 far down did well, he drop? Right. I mean, th- these aren't all updated, but he's at least, he's fifteenth now. That's about the max he's going to be. And I mean, I love that value for that. Yeah, I mean, once you take away some people that you know dra- ranked it earlier, he's probably falling. I mean, he's right there with. He's below Christian McCaffrey. He's one spot oh, ahead of Joe Mixon. Oh, uh, see, I think that's crazy. It's just people expect Deion Lewis to really take away from him. Nah, that's I mean, the expectation. I, I mean, I, there's a lot to like in Deion Lewis, but I, I don't see that. It, it's based off basically, I think, them paying Deion Lewis. Yeah, but you have to have another running yeah, back. And he is a great third down running back, but you have to believe that Derrick Henry is going to get the first two downs and all goal line work. You, you think? And then there's another article here. Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator Matt LaFleur might prefer Deion Lewis over Derrick Henry. There's a lot of that talk out there. Yeah, I feel like I, I hear that. I feel like this <laughs> is going to be one of those stories where you look back and you're like, oh, that was bull, like Hyde last but year. He's going to be probably in the 15 to 20 range. I don't see him getting higher than 15 in these preseason ranks anymore. If that's true, I'm going to have him on a lot of my teams. Yeah, this is, you know, that's about, because think about it. The spots, the players ahead of him, Christian McCaffrey, who people were ranking ahead because there's no Jonathan Stewart. McCaffrey's the guy there. Jordan Howard, Mark Ingram, Devontae Freeman, LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I think I go with all those guys ahead of Derrick Henry. So he goes to about 15th. He doesn't catch the ball. So no, that's why but... Christian McCaffrey is going to be ahead of him. I think 15th is about where he belongs. He's as low as 22 on some people's boards. Oh, man, I just think that's so low. I mean, I guess we'll find out how much Deion Lewis is actually going to. Yeah. But what I'm, I was trying to look it up real quick. But what, I mean, what did Derrick Henry end up fantasy wise last year? Not really sure. Let me see if I can find out some numbers here. You know, I don't know if Derrick Henry's that great. Uh, I don't okay. think he is. I don't. I don't think he is. <laughs> so he's played in the league. Let's see. This will be year three. He's <laughs> super they, young. He's never been the lead he back only, either. He's only caught twenty four passes in his career. He doesn't catch the ball. Yeah, but he's he never overrated. had he he's, never had to either. He's overrated. He finished twenty fifth last year. They had Demarco Murray, who yeah. the first year he was there just killed it. He was amazing. I don't think Derrick Henry's that good. This might this might be a terrible soundbite in the future. I was gonna say why why would you say that though? I, I don't I don't so, so as a rookie he's good. He's as a rookie good. he averaged four point five yards yeah. a carry, had one hundred and ten rushes, five it's touchdowns. Easy to do with a backup. <laughs> but he he outperformed DeMarco Murray and in the play. I mean, he was pretty much single-handedly gave them a win. I don't like him. I mean, he's just a bruiser, man. Ranking him 19th. That's, that's, just, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. I'm not a big me. fan. Uh, yeah, man. I I'm mean, not, if Deion Lewis really does steal that many carries from him, that would be one thing. But I, I don't see that happening. I do. I don't like him. Oh, man. I, I, I'm going to have Derrick Henry on so many of my teams just to spite I everyone. Won't have, I probably won't have him on any. I will spite everyone. Yeah, gonna... I think I I still think I think this is the best thing that probably could have happened for him because before that he definitely would have been in the top ten, and you know then who knows, he was gonna have another running back with him, and I I think it's probably good that someone like Deion Lewis and it's not a big back, there is zero percent chance in my mind that he will not get every opportunity around the goal line now. I just think it's gonna be a big worry though with Deion Lewis there that some games, uh, Henry might just not might not get going. I mean, true, but I mean, you could say that about almost any running back. Yeah, but I don't really like Derrick Henry. <laughs> Not the biggest fan. This kid, I guess, this will be my thing this year. Derrick Henry. Nah, not thinking about it. I don't. I don't like him. The other player on the team I don't really like is Delaney Walker. 
This is the year he falls off. I said it last year. I was wrong. (laughs) He's going to be 34 now. Jonu Smith is there. I think he's going to start taking over a little more. Walker's still going to be, I think, decent. He's currently ranked as the eighth best tight end for this coming season. I don't don't know. I I, guess, yes, the tight end spot's weak. That's why he's there. He's ahead of Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph hasn't really done as much. He's always kind of just that player that doesn't do as much as you think he should. Jordan Reed's below him, Jack Doyle, OJ Howard. So, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. I just don't like it. Yeah, there would be nothing to excite me about him. No. But, yeah, he, he belongs up there. I'd rather have Tyler Eifert for nothing. I'd rather have OJ Howard for nothing, even though they re-signed Cameron Bray. I'd rather have, yeah, I just, yeah. I'm not a Delaney Walker guy. Not not feeling it. Yeah, I, I don't really know if his numbers, I mean, he, he did well last year for the most he part. Did, he he, he only, he did get one rushing touchdown, but he, he got four touchdowns and 800 yards. You know, I with Mariota and everything going on there, I, I feel like, I mean, I actually, I think he'll kind of underperform under that, but not by much. Yeah. Just... I mean, that that's, I guess it just shows how sad the tight end position is because he was, I mean, what was he last year? He was easily a top 10 guy. Probably. Yeah. 800 yards, four touchdowns. That's all it takes. Yeah. And he was probably in the top seven. I'm actually really curious about that because I'm just going to say how little it takes to be one of the top tight ends these days, and that's going to put him at seven. Yeah, He's been, last four years, he's gone eight, five, five, seven. He's been very consistent. But at some point, when you're 34 years old, right, you got to drop off a little bit. You'd think. Tight ends do go older have, than don't, most positions. You don't even have to drop off much. It's not like he's, the numbers were amazing anyway. No, they so. weren't. I mean, four touchdowns, you can kind of not trip over that. I don't want to sound too condescending, but I mean, really, if you're the starting tight end, you should be catching four yeah. touchdowns. Well, Alright. I think it's going to do it for AFC South. Next episode, we'll do NFC South and talk about all those fun teams. Talk to you guys next time.